0: This podcast is called Obsessed Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest Get some secrets off their chest You should listen It's the best! Hello
1: and welcome to Obsessed with Joseph Scrimshaw on Feral Audio. I am your host. I am still Joseph Scrimshaw. This week's episode is full of screams, gasps, and scary bears because it is all about horror movies. Recorded live at the great big pop culture convention DragonCon with guests Cecil Baldwin, Trace Bullew, and special guest co-host Molly Lewis. Now, before we dive deep into the comedy horror, I'd like to set the mood for this episode by telling you about one of the times in my life that I briefly thought I'd stepped out of actual reality and into a horror movie. I was doing a video shoot with some friends, and we needed a couch. It was not a pornographic film. It don't—I'm sorry for even saying that. Don't picture me doing a pornographic—even a comedy one. Don't picture any of that. The point is, I arrived at the shoot and realized that we had all forgot to get a couch. And my friend said, well, we can just get a couch on Craigslist. And I was not a big fan of Craigslist, but we needed a couch. So I said, fine. Turns out we couldn't find a couch. Instead, we found something much worse, a futon. I don't like futons. Futons are the most depressing piece of furniture in the world. Nothing good has ever happened on a futon i think futons are for in-laws breakups and dubious choices you make in college i personally have never seen or experienced a futon that was not covered in hair and ambiguous fluid stains futons to me are just like giant disgusting dna swabs anyway i have futon issues But we needed somewhere to sit for this video shoot, so my friend and I got in his truck, and we drove way out of the city to the middle of nowhere. There was nothing out here but, like, corn and signs angrily defending the Second Amendment. And we drive past where the house is supposed to be, and there's nothing really there. But up the road is a small wooden house, almost a shack, with no numbers on it. So we drive up to it, and there's a rickety old wooden porch. And a rocking chair, slowly going back and forth. It looks like the beginning of a Resident Evil video game. And yet, for some reason, we still decided to knock on the door. And after a few moments of knocking, slowly, out of the darkness, this old man emerges, wearing long underwear and overalls, looking like he'd just stepped out of a David Lynch film. And he says, Well, come on in. Come on in. So we walk in. And he heads to this little kitchen area, and he yells from the kitchen, What can I get you to drink? Whiskey? Milk? Those were the only two things he offered, like some horrible fluid-based voigt kampf test. So he said, We're actually just here to pick up the futon? And he said, Do you want a sandwich? And we said again, more firmly, We're here for the futon, you know, from Craigslist. And at that point, he stepped out of the kitchen, holding a huge knife, and said, What's a Craigslist? And I responded, I think very reasonably, by immediately turning around and running out of the house. And I tried to run with a body language that said to my friend, I told you so. This is why you should never use Craigslist. So we got back in the truck, we drove around, and finally we found the correct house. There was this nice couple there, and we picked up their futon, and it was indeed full of hair and fluids. I was justified. And we told them about the old man in the murder shack, and they said about the most disturbing thing that they could say. They nodded and said, yes, yes. He is known to us. And that was the last time I ever used Craigslist. But enough about me. Let's talk about me. If you enjoy Obsessed Podcasts, you can support us by becoming a backer on Patreon. If you're interested, full info is on patreon.com slash Scrimshaw. Or you can support all of the artists on the Feral Audio Podcast Collective by shopping at Amazon through our portal. Just go to feralaudio.com, click the Support Our Artist button, and go buy anything on Amazon. And some of the money will go to supporting Feral Audio. It does not matter what you buy on Amazon. This week, I'm recommending you buy yourself a physical copy of your favorite horror movie, whatever that is, Friday the 13th, Scream, Sinister, Home Alone, Love Actually, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, whatever fills your heart with terror. Make it your own through our portal. Finally, shows. I do shows. I'll be back in Minnesota September 15th through the 17th for a new convention called the North Star Science Film Fest that will be happening in downtown St. Paul. I'm doing a stand-up show on Friday night, and on Saturday, a live recording of Obsessed Podcast about time travel with guests Sam Ladman, Dr. James Cacalius, and Mystery Science Theater 3000's Mary Jo Peel. For tickets and full info on all my shows, go to josephscrimshaw.com slash live dash shows. But for now... Sit back, relax, dim the lights, and get ready to scream, laugh, enjoy, terror at Trace Belieu and Cecil Baldwin's obsession with horror movies. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for coming here to Obsessed uh, with me, Joseph Scrimshaw, live at DragonCon. I'm very excited to be doing this podcast episode. We have some great guests, and we have a really cool topic, something I've wanted to talk about for a long time, and that is horror movies. Uh, as an adult, I am now a huge fan of horror movies. Uh, when I was a youth, I was not allowed to actually watch horror movies, and uh, my parents thought it would be better if I just, like, checked out some horror books from the library, Uh <laughs> And there was this collection of books that I researched. I guess it was the Crestwood House books that were like black and orange. And it had all different kinds of movie monsters, from like the classic Universal monsters to like uh, sort of various foreign monsters. And on the back of the books, it had a list of all of the horror movies that had been translated to book version. And then King Kong was on it, and he was saying the sentence I suggest you read about my friends. <laughs> Which I think just instilled in me like a fear of giant monkeys making sure that I was polite at all times <laughs> and paid attention to my friends. Uh, and then as I got older, I got to actually enjoy horror movies. And that is what we're going to talk about. We have some wonderful guests. I'm going to introduce them. He is a theater artist, a charming man, and the voice of Welcome to Night Vale, Cecil Baldwin. Oh. He's a writer, a comedian, very dapper, and Dr. Forrester from Mystery Science Theater 3000, Trace you And finally, uh, my co-host and color commentary provider for this episode of Obsessed, she's a singer, a songwriter, a selfie expert, and the person who wrote the theme song for this very podcast, Molly Lewis! Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to get right into some questions. I, I want to figure out kind of the baseline for you guys. When you think of a horror movie, what exact kind of movie is it for you? We'll start with you, Cecil. Uh,
2: I, I, I kind of go back and forth between serious horror and comedy horror. You know, uh, and, and I think both have merit and both are sort of my faves uh, that I love. Um, I, like, I, I think my first... Official horror movie was uh I had a slumber party when I was a kid. Oh, that's appropriate. Yeah. Uh <laughs> and, and I remember asking my mom, what's the scariest movie we could watch? And she said, I don't know, The Shining, I
1: guess. <laughs> How old were you?
2: Like eight or nine. Wow.
1: <laughs> Like the age of the twins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: And and then, you know, realized that that was uh, a very questionable parenting choice that my mom made. Um, But I really, I mean, I I watched most of the movie through, you know, like fingers. and, And I think it just kind of started from there. But then it wasn't until I was in high school that I kind of learned to love the sort of schlocky amazing comedy horror like okay. killer clowns from outer space and you know stuff like that or you know return of the living dead
1: yeah that
3: sort of stuff so I, I kind of i see merit in both
1: awesome and trace for you what is a
3: horror movie um i tilt toward the the classic universal films uh, yeah. as a base to start from i don't like gore in my horror okay. I don't like gore uh, cool. <laughs> uh, slasher stuff uh, I don't care for so much. Um, the things that really scare me, though, are the things that are uh, like real life, like uh, or, or based in real life, or could happen in real life, like Silence of the Lands Okay, that is terrifying to me. So, if it's
1: physically possible, it's more terrifying to you. Yes,
3: right? yes. The scariest part of that movie is when they're driving around just
1: common-looking neighborhoods, and it could be any house. <laughs> And that is terrifying to me. So do you... Considered a horror movie when you just see like a movie about real life that's not intended to be a horror movie. It's just like this is just reminding me of life, like mortgages and shit. I don't like this. I'm terrified. Uh, I didn't think that way until you just brought it up. (laughs) Yeah. Now
3: I'm completely terrified of everything that's happening from this moment on. I'm here to help.
0: (laughs) Well, see, I have no experience with horror movies for the reasons that you've described, Trace, because I don't like horror and I'm an anxious person all the time and I'm already afraid of everything and I don't need something to sort of feed that imagination but i didn't realize that horror branches into comedy and sort of different there's different flavors of horror for the the thing that if you don't like gore there is an option for you i'm learning a lot already
3: there, there's a simon Pegg that uh movie that's very similar to what you're describing a, a a natural fear of everything i think it's called oh yeah. yeah
1: where he's a writer and he's just terrified of like it's a great and it's comedy mm. And is it intended at all to be a horror movie or just like psychological terror? I of... think it's psychological
3: terror uh, kind of based on what we all experience being a writer and
1: being social paranoid. Yeah, like he, <laughs> he
2: like, kind of gradually becomes more unhinged. Yes. You know, a little bit as the movie goes on. Nice. Yeah.
1: Uh, Cecil told us a little bit about like, his first horror movie. Trace, do you remember your first time seeing a horror movie? Uh, was it grossly inappropriate? <laughs> uh,
3: the first horror movie, wasn't intended to be a horror movie, but was uh, um, Wizard of Oz. Oh, The Flying Monkeys? Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, there's so much of that film that a ch- little child shouldn't watch. Yeah. Uh, the, the Monkeys, The Melting Witch. Um, it, it's the just Opiate Overdose? Not as a child, but later my parents were very uh, uh, giving with drugs. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, it would be on television. It wasn't, we didn't have a color television, um, so I didn't experience the shock of going from black and white to color and seeing all the garishness. But that was, that one's still the Flying Monkeys are one of the best images you could have loaded into your child's psyche
1: for later use. (laughs) Yeah, So I kind of think that one of the most important elements of a good horror movie is a good scream, either on screen from something that's happening or from the actual reaction from the person. Uh, Now, I know we're all people who use our voices, so I don't want to destroy our voices, but I'm wondering if you guys can demonstrate what you think is like a good scream. That makes you feel like I'm watching a good horror movie because this sound came out of my body.
2: I mean, I I don't really I don't really scream in horror movies. There's definitely a lot of gasping though, <gasps> like a <laughs> like that sort of thing. That always kind of gets me. The suck know. in of air. Yeah, yeah. The the, the, the like the, the the cold you know like the cold water down the back is like <gasps> oh. You know, that's way creepier to me. I like it when there's an extra noise
1: at the end. <laughs> oh, 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 what? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm still safe. <laughs> yeah, you just did a little verbal horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a vine. I just made a vine right now. <laughs> an audio vine by Cecil Baldwin. Uh, Trace, what's a what's a good horror sound for you, either on screen or from your own body? Uh,
3: It rarely happens in a movie, but uh, there's this register that I can hit and I've only been scared this way a couple of times, uh, that I, it, it's it's similar to a small girl. Okay. Uh, and I can't produce it on cue, but it's something uh, that I'm not proud of. Um, <laughs> but it's, like, otherworldly. And I go, ah, it's, it's up in the air, and it's like yeah. I've... I no longer have testicles and I'm wearing a skirt. <laughs> it's
0: just like a frightened turtle just recedes into your yeah. cavity. Yeah. Everything
3: goes
1: into any cavity it ever came into. <laughs> so it is a high-pitched noise of your body sucking into itself while yeah. thinking of flying monkeys. It's
3: sort of like I've gone part way into another dimension. And oh. you know, all that's left is is my squeaky voice. Can you can you demonstrate a little bit more?
1: Uh let me get calm and then scare me and maybe we, okay. can, we can replicate it. Okay, like right now you want to do that or do you want us to sneak up on you later? you got to sneak up on me. <laughs> okay, so what do you guys think is the best snack to eat while watching a horror movie? What complements a horror movie when you guys are watching at home? I know what not to eat. Uh, <laughs> do not
3: eat uh, uh, cold pizza if you're stoned and watching a zombie movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, So do not eat anything
1: that is tactilely similar to the horror on screen. Yes. Uh, A
3: pizza is is just a a flat zombie, a flat square zombie. It's a zombie roadkill. (laughs) Yes, it's a zombie roadkill. How about you, Cecil?
2: I I can uh, well, favorite is I, I I've perfected my popcorn. Parmesan cheese, butter, salt, pepper, garlic concoction. That, that's kind of my... Yeah, it's wow. delicious. Yeah. Is that horror movie
0: specific? That just sounds good all the that's time. Just,
2: yeah, that's just movie specific, <laughs> or just just movie popcorn in general. But I learned that the worst thing to have while uh, watching a horror movie, I, uh, I was watching some scary movie in my apartment, and I was eating Mike and Ike's. And
1: uh,
2: um and I was kind of like laying on like a big pillow like in front of the couch and it w- it had, uh, I was living in DC and it had rained that day and this apartment whenever it rained water bugs or cockroaches would kind of come out of the walls. Wow. Um so I'm on the floor and I I'm like wearing my boxers and I I feel a cockroach on my leg and I literally like throw the Mike and Ike's into the air. <laughs> so now there's dozens of cockroach-sized candy
0: bites
2: (laughs) all over the floor, and I proceeded to, like, freak out for a good 15 minutes trying to figure out which were bugs and which were candy. Wow. That was pretty bad. So I was like, okay, never again with that. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. Trace, if you suddenly looked in your pocket and you found a candy that was labeled Mike and Ike and cockroaches, (laughs) would you scream? I might not. Damn it. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's
3: got to, you got to
1: sneak up. Uh, All right. You gotta, I'll keep like, trying. I'll keep trying. That is, oh, wow. So. Right over here and, with a knife. Or. <laughs> yeah. See, do you still uh, eat Mike and eggs or was the cockro- cockroaches make you say, I'm done with this?
2: No, I think I think it, it took a little while, but I, yeah, I've generally kind of
1: got over that. Reconditioned yourself? Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes.
2: Because they're delicious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Unlike cockroaches. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you guys feel it is better to watch a horror movie in a theater or home alone? What is the better experience? Home alone,
3: I
2: think. Home alone,
3: lights down. The only uh, light is coming from
1: the the screen. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree.
1: Now, is, is that because you actively want to be terrified? Is it trying to set up a condition in which you feel like the horror movie can most effectively terrify you? Yeah, I
3: think you... You're watching a horror, you've already committed to that and you want the the experience to, you know, kind of if if you're going for scary, you gotta set the mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like uh the Barry White of uh of uh, <laughs> you know, of your experience for the evening. You gotta
1: you gotta set the mood. <laughs> can can either of you do a scary Barry White getting people ready? <laughs>
0: scary White.
1: Scary White <laughs> Scary White Copyrighted uh, this of this is zero. podcast. <laughs>
3: That's right, I said boo That's all I
2: got I'm going to scare the pants right off of you
1: (laughs) You're going to scream like you're scared of everything (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: no, I I agree, I agree that like the the home movie experience is probably the scariest. But I I have to admit um, I I have a little bit of a fear of large public spaces yeah. when they're empty. Oh, so like working at a shopping mall. You know, and being the only one there after dark. Or an airport during off hours. So every once in a while I've had uh, like one or two really good scary movie experiences where I'll go to see a matinee of a movie at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon oh, yeah. and I'm the only one in the movie theater. And that's terrifying. Yeah. You know, because you just you just imagine at any point you look over and you're like, oh, I'm all alone enjoying this movie. And then there's like one person. <laughs>
1: And then they get closer and closer and closer <laughs> to, to the,
2: just sitting right next to you by the end of the movie.
1: Yeah. Th- see, I imagine, like, I would be enjoying the movie, and then I would turn around, and there would just be, like, a clown eating red vines. <laughs> just <laughs> really specifically. Yeah, I don't know just, why. Not Twizzlers. Yeah. Yeah. red vines. And yes, not absolutely. using his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Cecil, do you go to modern horror movies? Do you go to, like, more, like, the Saw kind of thing? Yeah, saw Saw was great. I think
2: I saw it in the movie theater. Like, we kind of went through a sort of torture porn era, um, which, you know, I'm down with. Like, I can kind of get down with that, but it's not my favorite. Um, but recently, we've kind of gone back to the sort of 70s, you know, like, high-intensity uh, thriller, I guess. Yeah. And I really love seeing those. So, like you know i saw the witch and it follows and uh the Baba Duke. i saw all of those in the theater okay yeah. were those all packed
1: were like were you surrounded by people there
2: yeah yeah i think so yeah they were all like pretty pretty well attended uh and it was really fun getting to watch a horror movie with a bunch of other people because you get to see how other people react like yeah. something that you don't find scary there's you know somebody sitting right next to you that is losing their shit <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> do you feel judgment about that like why the hell did you scream at that? You <laughs> was <that? laughs> No, I, I, you know, just,
2: it's kind of a live and let live. Just like, oh, wow, oh, wow, they found that really scary. You know, I guess my brain goes to, how did they do that? Yeah. You know, like, I'm kind of always pragmatically kind of break down, you know, kind of be like, oh, from the actor's point of view or the director's or something like that. So, but, you know, if something is truly scary... Yeah. Oh my gosh! I went to this summer. I went to go see a drive-in movie. What is it? Oh, it was the uh, Lights Out. I think it was called. Okay. Um, and that was really fun because uh, it you know it'd been decades since i had been to see a drive-in movie, and I was sitting in the back seat. My friends were in the front, and I had my feet sticking out the window. What? Yeah. Sorry.
3: <laughs> That's close to the noise. <laughs>
1: I made it for you, Trace. No, I I, I want to uh, finish the end of this story, but I have to explain myself. Like I, I don't like feet things, and like the, oh, the yeah. scariest, like grossest thing I think I've ever seen in a horror film is in Pet Cemetery, where somebody reaches from under the bed and like cuts yeah. a tendon. So the idea of seeing a scary movie and then sticking the most vulnerable part of your body outside of the car made well, me Trace. Do you think the, kid yes. the most vulnerable part
0: of the body?
1: No, uh, yeah. just emotionally in that moment. Sure. Yeah, you're right. I'm not sticking my testicles outside of the. Car.
3: <laughs> I it's hope nothing amount. bad happens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hope nothing good happens. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm writing a new horror movie. All right, I want to hear the. Uh, um,
2: no, it was I. You know, I had to kind of slump down in order to see through the windshield, and I, the best way to do that. And I had my shoes off because it's summer in upstate New York, and um, and and like, like after ten minutes, I had that realization. I was like, "This is so dumb. Like, this is I'm having like." Five year old foot sticking out of the comforter, yeah. kind of flashbacks. Oh. Uh, and and I kind of, the movie wasn't, I was a little bit cheesy and it wasn't too, too scary, but I kind of spooked myself. Yeah. Right. And then eventually I had to pull my feet back in. I was like, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. Because I imagined somebody walking past the car and just, gra- I was like, and I told my friends, if somebody grabs my feet, I will. Probably shit myself.
1: (laughs) Well, you had a plan.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Step one (laughs) shit myself. (laughs) Step two
3: an exit plan.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Refill popcorn.
1: Uh, (laughs) Load right back up. Uh, Trace, what is the scariest part of your body to hang out of a car during your driving? Uh, Well, I share your foot uh, terror and disgust. Uh, Mine moves into
3: that area Uh, because there's just too much detail with foot Mm -hmm. it's like your leg is fraying you know, if you, if you look at it long enough, it's like you, it comes down to ankle and then bone and there's a lot of bones in the foot and then it's just toes. So it's just like your body's losing its mind. Yeah. It's like fringe. It's like re- leg fringe. It's like fringe, a, hen, and a it's hem just, came
0: out down on your leg. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, That's how are made It's amazing. <laughs> it's a human design flaw and I need to consult the manufacturer because it's just wrong. There's, there's a lot of things that I don't like about the body, but we'll get into that in another podcast. Uh,
1: no, let's, let's keep right on it because actually it's a great segue for my next question. Uh, <laughs> In the movie Evil Dead 2, Ash replaces his severed hand with a chainsaw. Now, if you guys had a severed limb, what would you want to replace it with?
2: Like a, like a hand, right? Does yeah. Just not any severed, limb. Okay. Yeah,
1: let's start with hand, and then we'll go crazy. Okay, okay. Uh, and is this an aid, or is this, this something, like, Ash used it as a weapon. Yeah. What would be helpful in your life if your hand was severed, and, like, I need to attach something there. I feel like some sort of, like,
2: silly putty or like something sticky that you could like pick things up
1: oh yeah like just get those Uh, micanites off the floor just pick up just yeah just dab 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 eat yeah (laughs) that's a dance right dab
2: dab dab eat that's it i i tm this um yeah i yeah i I think something like very practical i don't need a chainsaw in my everyday life (laughs) yeah that seems
1: like a pain to carry around. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like, a, like Silly Putty would help you if you were in a terrifying situation? Probably not. <laughs> uh, how about you, Trace? Chainsaw is like a one-use
3: tool. I agree. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, I like the Silly Putty thing. If I wanted to scare people, I'd replace my uh, hand with a foot. <laughs> 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 And you could still kind of manipulate a little bit, and that would be scary for people too. You can kick
0: someone and punch them at the same time. The
3: kung fu—that's a great idea. Roundhouse punch, yeah. Yeah, Uh, kung fu expert gets his hands replaced with feet. Yes. It's it's the four foot way. Yes.
1: Uh, He'll crawl you. Oh, that's great, Molly. I want you to answer this one too. Uh, if you had to replace a severed hand,
0: um, thanks for the Evil Dead 2 spoiler alert, by the way. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, practically for my job, I think just a bunch of guitar picks would be really practical. <laughs> and like, just like m- my phone, just cut right to the chase, <laughs> just make my <laughs> you know.
1: That is, like, some deep, actual, modern horror of, like, you just, like, it's Kafka-like, where you wake up and your My hands are just phones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, but Ed, the irony, you couldn't, like, activate the phone. You had two phones, and it's like, Oh, ah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't swipe. It <laughs> would be deep, amazing commentary where you're smashing yeah. your iPhones together. The camera pulling back. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. Uh, so, Trace, I don't know how much you know the Saw movies. Right? Uh, I don't, really.
3: I, I, that's, that's that area of gore that I, I don't go into. Okay. I've only, I think the thing was the turning point for me, the modern mm. thing, which yeah. is now, what, 35 years old, <laughs> uh, where where things started to go gore, that mm. Freddy Krueger things and the, the slasher uh, uh, Jasons. That's kind of where I stepped off. Okay. Uh, but I step back into, like, the Guillermo del Toro uh, mm-hmm. gore. Okay. One of the creepiest and coolest and grossest vampire uh, scenes is in Kronos. Oh, yeah? I don't yeah. know if you've seen Kronos. I have not seen Kronos. Oh, boy. Um, and it's a very simple... Have you seen Kronos?
2: I have, but it's been a long time. I'm trying to remember. Scene
3: in the bathroom, blood on the floor. Ooh, I don't I don't remember it. Men's room. God. Men's room. I,
2: I need to go back and rewatch
1: this. I, I don't wanna I don't want to ruin it for everybody, but uh... I kinda like this guessing game where you just say random horrible things. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, you have to uh, guess which horror thing it's a clown in, in a well. Yeah, it's a terrible <laughs> scaragories, yeah. Ooh, scaragories. <laughs> Copyrighted of this podcast.
3: Uh, 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 okay, there's blood on the floor of a men's room, the vampire who they like blood. Oh. licks it off the floor and it yeah yeah because feet have been on that floor <laughs> and it's blood and who knows when they cleaned last it's
1: all those things gross out plus gross out plus gross Just... so you you were most terrified by an unsanitary vampire <laughs> yeah
3: i was cool with the blood
1: i was cool with all the killing uh, but licking it off the floor, <laughs> one too far. You're supposed to be erudite vampires. Yeah, well, I know. I, Trace, I know that you like. Uh, you really like older horror and, and like even campy horror, like Plan Nine from Outer Space. Like, you have oh, actual respect for it. So I was wondering if you and Cecil could collaborate to imagine what it would be like if Ed Wood made a more modern horror movie that had elements of gore or torture. What do you guys think that would look like or feel like?
2: I imagine there'd be some sort of, like, there would have to be some sort of alien aspect to it, yes. right? Probably made out of something you
3: could find at the supermarket,
1: <laughs> you know? Uh,
3: probably, like, uh, I'm thinking of, like, a scaly sea monster made out of maxi pads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The layering of each pad, and
2: they, it would absorb you. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Just, like, absorbed into the maxi yeah, pad monster.
1: Yeah. And it gets bigger and bigger. It's kind of like the blob. Yeah. We're still pitching, so. Uh... <laughs> but I like that idea that Edward would come back to life and say, what's really edgy? Yes. Mm. <laughs> Sanitary devices. Yeah. Yeah, not. Um,
3: <laughs> but that's where he would start.
1: Cool. Cool. I wanted to ask, uh, as we're wrapping up this uh, first section of the podcast, uh, a little bit more kind of personal questions. Uh, If you ever haunted someone, like the way the girl in the ring haunts someone, that something needs to be completed, the kind of traditional ghost story of I'm lingering because I need something completed, why would you be haunting? Revenge. 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 The things you
3: could not do to the people you want to do in life, you get to do when you're dead. (laughs) And they can't do anything about it. They can't go to a lawyer, they can't go to any kind of worldly... Recourse. Yeah. So they just have to, you know,
1: until you're done with them, until you're done haunting them. You rock. Is, is there a specific person that you're willing to speak of in a podcast uh, that you would want to get revenge on? No,
3: I just only thought of this idea, and it's great, because
1: uh, <laughs> I have a list. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So imagine you have someone in your list. How do you go about haunting them? Do you annoy them? Do you just, like, knock their keys off cabinets? Or do you, like, give them wedgies? Or do you do actual horrific things? I possess their shoes. <laughs>
3: And, and and like the where you put your foot in, that's my mouth. So and like the, the teeth would form, so uh, and then it just really tight some days where you just want to come home and
1: take them off. But you can't. <laughs> wow. Uh, so don't cross trace I guess okay. is the the moral. Shoe teeth. <laughs> Shoe teeth. Oh.
3: <laughs> he has <Yeah>. no soul.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Hey. No, there we go. There's our Ed Wood movie. That's yeah, totally yeah, Ed yes, Wood. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Nailed it. Tom uh, can uh, dies, comes back as shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you, Cecil?
2: Why would you haunt, and how might you go about it? I Yeah, I think to get revenge. Like, you know, the sort of, you know, high school bully, okay. you know, people I've worked with that were just unnecessarily mean. But I don't think I would want to haunt them in the real world, I would haunt their dreams. Oh, nice. Because then they have no way to prove that something is wrong. Right. And it just, like, messes up their sleep cycle, and they just eventually go crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that would be pretty pretty awesome revenge. Yeah. And you're a ghost, so you never get tired, and you just, every night, they, you know, kind of the sort of Freddy Krueger thing, where, you know, you know that... uh, you know, if when, when it's time to go to bed, that's, like, the worst part of the day. Yeah. You know, and you never get to sleep again. Like, I think that'd be pretty awesome revenge.
1: Would you be traditionally creepy in their dreams like Freddy Krueger? Or, like, I know you have a theatrical background. Would you be like, I'm oh, going oh. to do a musical every night until you lose your fucking mind?
2: <laughs> that, that would Actually, that would be amazing. Just, like, you're going to dream this every night. No, I think I would, like, do really, uh, like, you know, like, set up really uh, elaborate... Uh, like, almost like a hoax, where they think they're not dreaming, and then, you know, surprise! Ha, ha ha I'm still here! <laughs> like, that sort of thing would be kind of fun. It never ends. Yeah.
0: I like the idea that you would haunt someone's dreams because they can't prove you were haunting them. As if if you haunted them in real life, they could prove it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it took, I took a selfie with this ghost. Check it out.
3: And nobody wants to listen to you talk about your dreams. So it, yeah, yeah. The, so n- no one's going to stick around and care
2: yeah you're like i've i've not slept for the last month because i keep having this recurring dream where cecil baldwin is doing pippin and uh, (laughs) it just won't stop and they're like yeah 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 whatever yeah and other people like that sounds good i'd pay to see that like you don't understand every night (laughs) what's
1: the problem (laughs) that's great uh here's the, the last question in this section uh i think horror movies exist to terrify us, but, you know, it's easy to just be terrifying. They also have to be, like, enjoyable on some level. So we've talked a little bit about all what our different fears are. Uh, what do you think, I- if somebody was going to make a horror movie based on your fears, what is your, like, most entertaining fear that you could manage to make it into a package that would be not only terrifying, but also, like enjoyable for people to watch.
2: I mean, I kind of touched on that sort of Last Man on Earth sort of, okay. you know, being alone in big spaces, you know, sort of something between, you know, what was that, like Stephen King, the Langoliers mm. meets, uh, you know, uh, 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 what was the Day of the Dead, you know, where they're like in the shopping mall with the zombies, that kind of thing. Okay. You know, I think I think that'd be, you know, pretty scary, like and uh, meets like kind of Robinson Crusoe. Like, nobody's nobody's there for you. You have to figure it all out on your own.
1: Cool. You know? Yeah, so like a real horror movie twist on the apocalypse where it's not necessarily about encountering any horrible things. Mm. It's about that you don't encounter
2: anything. Yeah, like the, the worst enemy is the one within, kind of. Man yeah. versus self,
1: cool. you know. Cool.
3: Like cast away, but
1: scary. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's awesome, Trace. Uh, I think when you're you're relying on technology uh, that you've come to uh, take for granted. Oh, uh, I, I scuba dive, so uh, I mean you're one breath away from death if if your gear isn't you know up to you know snuff or isn't working. And I never think about that when I'm doing it. But when you're so close, close, someone said, or or skydiving. Okay. You know, that's another area where I don't skydive
1: because I'm terrified of someone screwing up my gear. Right, okay. So it would almost have like a technical aspect. Yes. Like in your horror movie, you would be going to do like a show and your mics wouldn't be on. Yes, that's Ah! very terrifying.
3: (laughs) I have those dreams where you're performing... Uh, we probably all do, uh, where you've been given a script and you can't read it, or the words fall off the page, no. where or they you know, become something else, and you're on stage
1: in front of people and you have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you have us, Trace. We're all here for you. Uh, so we're going to move on to a little competition of who would win in a fight of different horror monsters. Now, uh, I think, Molly, you probably have... Like some cultural knowledge of some of these creatures, and even if you don't, you would be surprised. <laughs> feel free to weigh in if you have uh, thoughts. The first matchup is I would like you guys to tell me who would win in a fight between Bella Lugosi's interpretation of Dracula versus Freddy Krueger. Oh boy, Bella, I would say, because he can change into a bat and fly
3: away. Um, is that winning? <laughs> it's uh, It's first round. Uh well f- and does does Bella dream because isn't Freddy in your dreamscape? Yeah, Dracula sleeps a lot.
1: Really? I mean, what for do, a do
2: vampires dream? Is it restful? I
1: Let's ask the internet. <laughs> <laughs> do vampires dream? I don't want to see the image search results. On that, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, what, well, we, can, we can make a determination. I, I'm going to say that, yes, Bela Lugosi's Dracula dreams. He's got a busy life. He's yeah. got to process things yeah. too. He's doing like lots of real estate deals. That's got to be stressful. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's always
3: changing homes. Yeah. He
1: sleeps on dirt. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he has a lot to work through in his dreams. So if Freddy Krueger could enter Dracula's dreams and they battled there, do you think Freddy Krueger would win? I mean, that's always the the the
2: thing about Freddy Krueger is that like if you're in a dream, he's kind of unbeatable. But if you're not in a dream, then he you know he just doesn't really work. You know. Yeah. Uh, He's got to be on his home turf. I feel like Dracula's like more like multifaceted. Like he controls bats and wolves and fog. Yeah. 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 Like I feel like that's got to be useful. And especially, I mean, you're you're fucking Dracula like you should like you know like you should be able to do all of that in dreams I, you know yeah. I feel like he's a pretty
3: self-contained
2: well, monster uh, unless Freddy
3: got him in the heart mm. but then he'd have to keep his hand there yeah. So he, forever yeah so who wins or
2: so, decapitation i think Freddy oh, would be good at decapitating right. yeah yeah yeah
1: decapitation yeah i am i'm most moved by your argument of that Dracula's just that cocky yeah uh, <laughs> trace do you do a Bela Lugosi impression would you be willing Uh, I can do one. Would you be willing to say, I am fucking Dracula? (laughs) I am fucking Dracula. (laughs) 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 And with that, Freddy Krueger is defeated.
3: (laughs) I think Bella probably even
1: said that. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably
3: saying that. Get my agent on the phone. (laughs) I'm fucking Dracula.
0: (laughs)
1: And Mrs. Lugosi probably said that. Yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to do an impression of that?
3: <laughs> it's that same high-pitched uh, girl.
1: I can't do What? Excellent. Uh, our next matchup is, is very close to my heart. Uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon versus the creepy bear costume guy from The Shining. Oh. Well, what? whose who's home court are we on? Uh, well... We can make it up. So, uh, so the creepy bear costume guy lives uh, in blowjob bear. Blowjob bear. Yeah. Okay. Is that his official internet name? I
2: mean, I, I've actually gone as blowjob bear for Halloween before, so that's what I called it. <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah. When you first now this is you saw this as a youth, The Shining with yeah. the blowjob bear. Oh,
2: no clue what was going on. Okay. I mean, it's very suggestive.
1: Yeah. You know, and then later, as an adult, you're just like, oh, oh my god, you know. Yeah. yeah. Did do you did you have that moment where you rewatched The Shining after you knew what a blowjob was and like, oh, that's what Mom was showing me. Yeah,
2: yeah, there was, yeah. yeah. Again, some very questionable parenting choices. Yes.
1: So the the creepy bear is at the hotel. Uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon likes to s- swim. It's from the Black Lagoon right there in the name. So you guys can have this matchup wherever you think is fair. So maybe... The
3: Black Lagoon has got mostly a tearing, ripping kind of apparatus... Mm-hmm. Uh, and swimming. That's his deal. Yeah. And, and carrying. Yeah. He could so, carry yeah. uh, B.J. Bear. Yeah. B.J. and the Bear? <laughs> oh. Did we just solve something? Um, uh, and by the way, I didn't know that. What, that's what he was doing uh, in the movie until just this very moment. Okay. And I'm, I'm a little bit um, relieved. I think the creature would win. I think yeah. the okay. creature was winning cuz he's got those massive yeah. talon things no mouth parts really that seem threatening other than uh, he's like a fish and also like the you know the 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 sort of blowjob bear party guest is
2: really just unsettling more than you know, violent. Wait, why do they have to fight? Why
3: can't they end up, like,
2: you know, like... Why can't it be
3: good for the creature, you mean? Why why
2: can't the creature from the Black Lagoon carry off Blowjob Bear? And they have a perfectly lovely relationship.
1: (laughs) I think this sounds great. I think that the creature from the Black Lagoon and Blowjob Bear, they meet, they become friends, uh, they get very good at synchronized swimming, Mm Mm-hmm And a gold medal at the Olympics. That's it. Wow. I see a new adult swim uh, show. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, I don't have context on either of these movies, and this whole conversation is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And Molly has a new song. Uh, No, I think you know one of the the characters in this next matchup. (laughs) I would hope. Uh, This is uh, Damien from The Omen versus the shark from Jaws. So this is a small child who might be Satan (laughs) versus a large shark. Oh, Damien all the way.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, the, the, like the shark from Jaws is terrifying, but Damien has minions, mm. you know, yes. uh, and also he has like some some pretty good
3: telekinesis, yep. if I remember yep. right. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's you made know. Made jump out of a window. Yeah. He made uh, the jackals uh, attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, um... Oh, that's right. Animal control. Yeah. He, exactly. he
2: literally can control Jaws. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Now, Molly, do you know
1: you know the shark from Jaws? It's a shark. Personally?
0: It's a large shark, is it not?
1: It's pretty easy to get to know him, isn't it?
0: Is it, is the, the eponymous Jaws of oh, Jaws? Yes. Yes, okay. exactly. I'm um, I'm caught up
2: now. Thank you. like <laughs> you're like, do I know it? Do I know him personally? Do I? <laughs> I did not mean to jaws Jawsplain.
0: We're not mutual followers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like DMing Jaws. I was verified?
1: But come on. You up? Do you feel uh, that that do you want to defend Jaws at all? from Damien, the Satan child.
0: No, I'm all about a Satan child riding a shark. Why would I prevent <laughs> that? <laughs> That's
1: Did they just become friends again? Is that...
0: Yeah, I want them airbrushed on the side of my van. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all
0: for you,
2: Damien. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> I like that so far, two out of these three combats have ended in aquatic friends. <laughs>
0: We're trying to help the planet. Oh, they united in there, like,
3: I'm a monster, I'm a monster too, hey, you know? Like yeah, that. let's hang out, yeah, yeah. we'll eat tacos.
2: We're, this is actually just, uh, you know, we're revamping SeaWorld's image right now, I feel. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
1: awesome. Uh, so here is the last matchup, let's see how we can get this in the water. Uh, this is the Blair Witch versus Chucky the doll from Child's Play. Molly, are are you uh, familiar with the, either of these characters just in culture?
0: I remember seeing the Chucky poster as a child and thinking that doesn't look like a movie for me, but it's got a toy in it. That's <laughs> <laughs> my only context,
1: I'm sorry. Did you uh, did you ever get a Chucky doll for yourself?
0: No, absolutely not.
1: <laughs> okay. So, the Blair Witch, mi- nice and mysterious. Mm. Chucky, not at all mysterious. Mm-hmm. Kind of won't shut up. Yeah, Chucky I think has got the the I think he's got the upper
3: hand. Okay, Just because he's so, like, bizarro.
2: Although, it's a, I think the Blair Witch is kind of not un, undead, immortal. Like, she, she's been around for a while. And she does manipulate, like, little toys and sticks and things like oh, that. That's right, yeah. I feel like if if the Blair Witch could get the upper hand, I feel like she would put Chucky on a shelf and find a way to contain him. But I think you're right. I think Chucky was, like, he's pretty devious.
1: Is there any way in which they become friends and go to a water-based place? Uh, Chucky's a kid. Mm -hmm. Kids like water slides. Mm
3: -hmm. Um, You know. uh,
2: The Blair Witch lives in the wood next to a river.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, so uh, there could be some industrialization of of that area. Or just rafting. Or canoeing, kayaking.
2: They're they're going lazy tubing.
3: Lazy tubing.
2: (laughs) With like a cooler of beer and... I
3: think
0: We pitch our Ed Wood reboot movie to be like a horror
3: movie pool party. Hello, I'm Sarah Meyer, the co-producer of Obsessed, and I've come out to the streets of Los Angeles to stop random strangers and find out how they feel about horror movies. What's your favorite scary movie?
0: The old original Halloween, Salem's Lot, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, my favorite scary movie is The Conjuring, the first one.
1: Yes. Favorite has to be the classics. Frankenstein, Dracula, um, the original American Werewolf.
0: Oh god, um, Insidious too. Um, I'm such a chicken, I don't do scary movies. I, I can't, I, I can't. I'll cover my eyes all through the movie. So.
2: I think horror is kind of stupid, but I do love The Shining.
0: Is
3: it better to watch scary movies in the theater or at home with friends?
1: Uh, Definitely in theaters. It definitely adds to sort of the scare factor of the film.
3: I think it's better to watch it at
0: home with your friends. You have more of like that comforting feeling.
1: I'd say home with friends because you get to cuddle. (laughs) Uh, At home alone.
3: Are you at home alone watching movies by yourself a lot?
1: (laughs) Most of the time, yes.
3: What's the best snack to eat while you watch a horror movie? Um... This is gonna
0: sound horrible, but I love eating cucumbers while I'm watching a horror movie. Uh, best snack. the best snack to eat? I yeah, would why think I'll oh. choke on popcorn. If I took popcorn, <laughs> I'll choke on it. So I can't do popcorn. It has to be, Chips. maybe like a donut, something sweet. A donut? I don't know, yeah. A comfort food? Comfort food, like a donut, <laughs> like a donut so donut? I don't know, so I can, yeah. A honey glazed donut. <laughs> mm, yeah, that.
3: Who would win in a fight? Frankenstein's monster or Dracula?
1: Definitely Dracula. That fucker's immortal. I mean, like, if we're being real, he's immortal. Yeah.
0: I think Dracula. I'd have to say Dracula. Yeah. Frankenstein's monster is just kind of something brought back from the dead. Nothing special. Dracula has
1: a bunch of powers, immortal, all that jazz.
2: I don't know. I don't, I don't really, I'm not really into, like, stupid stuff like that. Like, to me, that's, like, stupid horror.
3: Okay, can you guys all do a, a, a horror movie scream for me? One, two, three. Yeah!
2: God damn. <laughs> damn, what
3: the yeah. hell? <laughs> that was, I'm, I'm deaf now, but that's fine.
1: We're going to move on to our how obsessed are you questions. Uh, so I'm going to ask you guys these questions. I ask these of everybody on the podcast to kind of get a sense over all of the episodes of how obsessed people are. So uh, Trace, we'll start with you. Do you think about horror movies every day? Uh, I do, actually, because I'm thinking about movies
3: every day, and uh, it cycles through the genre. Uh, Mostly science fiction, but mostly Aliens, which is a horror movie set in space.
1: Okay. um, I I do, and I didn't really know I did, until you asked me the question. (laughs) Okay. now I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, that was my goal. How about you, Cecil? Do you think about horror movies every day?
2: Uh, yeah, I think I do. Um, just because I, I, I always kind of check in on, you know, sort of my Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, you know, like sort of scrolling through. Because I'm always trying to find new and interesting and good
1: horror movies to okay. watch. And and that, that's, that search is daily. So the quest for them is daily. But you don't, like, find yourself just, like, kind of... Staring off into space and playing something back.
2: Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. Or, you know, like, I'll, I'll
2: be in a place and I'll just be like, "Whoa, well, this would be a really good setting for a horror movie. Like, that that occurs to me a lot. Okay. You know, that sort of stuff. Have you seen any good horror
1: movie locations here at Dragon Con?
2: Um, I mean, I feel like hotel, you know, again, like hotel conventions. You know, <laughs> if the zombie apocalypse were to start right now, we would all be screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Too many bodies. Yeah, that plague would would outbreak real quick, and nobody would make it out. Yeah. Now I just
1: have this terrifying vision of walking into like one of the largest ballrooms that sits thousands of people, and it's just a blowjob bear by himself, <laughs> waiting for you. <laughs> Hello. I don't know why he sounds like that. But he does. All right, put the Harvey Hello, I'm the blowjob bear. <laughs> Welcome to my ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to be in a horror movie pool party. <laughs> uh all right so (laughs) go ahead
2: oh no i i I, like being a new yorker uh my friends and i often kind of do the you know what if the zombie apocalypse happened like what would your oh yeah you know like what would your strategy yeah the strategy and uh, again we're just like we're screwed (laughs) you know like i live in brooklyn so to get through manhattan to get to the mainland or to try and steal a but like it's yeah there's there's very little chance that I'm surviving yeah. the zombie apocalypse. <laughs>
1: uh, the next How Obsessed Are You question is, if the only way you could watch your favorite horror movie was stealing a copy from Walmart, would you do it, Trace? I would not steal... Um,
3: not from Walmart, anyway. Uh, which is a horror movie in itself. <laughs> it is. Uh, and that would be... L- to layer on layer for me. But I, 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 I think stealing is just the uh, the start of the crumble of society. Okay. So I, I don't want to be part of your zombie apocalypse by <laughs> pulling the one Jenga item out of our current culture, which happens to be this DVD I want to watch selfishly. And then I don't see it, but the, the pixels of life start dissolving behind me as I'm going, wow, look what I did. It
1: was $19 I saved. This helps me really, really understand you when you're talking about you know, possibly having that fear of like horror can come from anywhere that you think, if I steal one DVD, <laughs> yes. the entire world yeah. might collapse.
3: Yeah, I got this thing, maybe it's $14.99 now, uh, but then the Matrix
1: starts unzipping <laughs> immediately. <laughs> You're
0: got a pretty good horror
1: movie right now. Yeah, I would watch The Matrix Unzipped, for sure. The Matrix Unzipped
3: is not as good a porn movie as you think it be. It's not like Lazy Tubing.
1: Which is, <laughs> 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 oh, oh. Uh, Cecil, same question for you. If it was the only way you could watch that horror movie is to steal a copy from a not even super moral place like Walmart, would you still steal?
2: Okay, I, my, my heart wants to say no because you know the people who made that movie did it and they they got paid for it and you know right I, and, and i'm generally like i will like i don't you know torrent i don't stream thing Like kind of you know try to keep it on the level because i understand that people in the arts make things and it's good to respect that by rewarding their craftsmanship by paying for their things however <laughs> <laughs> if it is the only way for me to watch my favorite horror movie and there's no other way, I probably would slide it under my pants and walk out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph, Thanks. can I ask a clarifying question? Oh yeah,
1: please do.
0: Um when you say in order to watch your favorite horror movie you have to steal it from Walmart is that every single time or you, you just <laughs> steal it the once and then you own your favorite horror movie?
1: You just, I think you just steal it once. Okay. I think it's a very different question. It was like, well, it's Tuesday. And then it dissolves. <laughs> <laughs> You have
0: to find the new Walmart where you're not on the red
1: list. Oh <laughs> okay. wow, that would. Be, oh my God.
3: Where you bring it back? Do you watch, steal it, watch it, bring it back? And then you're return it? Dead. Yeah. And then it's not. <laughs>
2: and then it's not stealing.
3: Yeah. Then it's like some weird. Video non rental kind of <laughs> situation. It's a Walmart-y, Walmartian
1: future you just assume
0: every DVD acquisition is like Netflix and you just give it back your yeah.
1: yes yeah. Yeah. no <laughs> crime yeah it's just Netflix but a lot of work <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's not a great plan in caper movie genre this is not a good
1: <laughs> we've pitched a lot of good movies and yeah. this <laughs> one is one of them The Return <laughs> <laughs> working title <Yeah. laughs> It Returns but in yes, horror yes. it would be The Revenant because that means Return <laughs> nice Next on the "How Obsessed Are You?" question, Trace, would you wrestle a small bear in order to watch your favorite horror movie? Uh, how small a bear? Real cute, like real cute, barely yes. up to your knee. Yes. Because I
3: would do it just for the experience of wrestling a bear.
1: How often do you get to do
3: that? And if I know I'm going to get to watch the movie, I'm probably not going to get too badly mauled. So, uh, I, yeah, I want to wrestle a bear.
1: I do not want to wrestle blowjob bear. <laughs>
3: no. I want to clarify myself.
1: Even if it was a small, cute, adorable blowjob bear. <laughs> That'd
3: be pretty... Damn adorable bear. Uh, Do you want to wrestle price. <laughs> maybe, maybe not the first wrestle match, but eventually as the relationship developed. Because you know, I don't know bears. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you don't know how they work. Okay, uh, how about you, Cecil? Would you wrestle a small bear to watch your favorite horror movie? Yeah, absolutely. Just yeah, just to just to wrestle a bear. I'd wrestle a bear just
2: for fun because
1: it's yeah. a Tuesday. That sounds
2: great.
1: <laughs> See, now Molly uh, over time has helped me uh, come up with some of these "how obsessed are you?" questions because early on Molly was a guest and I'd ask her weird questions and then she would text me, "Hey, how about this? Hey, how about this?" And so I always have to refresh them. And I recently came up with this: Would you wrestle a small bear? And I patted myself on. In the back and thought, I can't wait for Molly to hear this. I've asked it twice now and I've gotten the same reaction of, yeah, that sounds fun. This has nothing to do with my obsession. I want to wrestle a bear. <laughs> They're when, so when they're little too. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a
0: child-sized bear. It's just people just want to see a tiny bear.
1: Because <laughs> yeah.
0: like, if you if you out outsize it by that much, then you're just kind of cuddling it. It's just like a, a baby, but shaped like a bear, which is like the best of both worlds.
1: Should I change it to a full-grown bear, mommy? Yeah.
0: I think maybe it's sort of the the duck-sized horse or horse-sized duck um, sort of question. Yeah. Like a bunch of. Duck-sized horses, or one giant, like horse-sized duck. You know, so I think you need a bunch of little bears.
1: Oh, would you yeah. wrestle several thousand? Would bears? you fight your way a room full
0: of bears?
1: Okay, great. The next question—that's going to be great when I do that. Uh, I keep asking about your favorite horror movie. So, do you guys know off the top of your head? Is it a—is it a quick answer of what your favorite horror movie is? Yeah, um, let the right one in. The, Ooh, the foreign yeah. version.
3: Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, that's one... I mean, because I got a lot of favorites, you know, Frankenstein and things like that. But that one is just so good and creepy and foreign. Yeah, that that's my first choice. Cool. How about you, Cecil? Uh,
2: I don't think I have, like, a, a number one. It just depends on the mood. Like, if I'm in the mood for something kind of over-the-top and crazy... It's probably Suspiria. If, if it's like serious, you know, kind of like serious horror, like Let the Right One In is a really good one. Oh, no, I, I think I got to go Rosemary's Baby is oh. definitely top oh, yes. three. Nice. nice. Yeah. yeah, I think, I think it's going to be uh, um, Suspiria... Rosemary's Baby,
1: and probably The Exorcist. Okay, good. In some order. Good. Now I can picture exactly what you're stealing from Walmart. <laughs> journey, and it completes my mental picture. Unless uh, there's
3: a bear. And then <laughs> I can't get past bear the bear. Greeter.
1: You're going straight to the bear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
3: Molly said bear greeter. If there was a bear, bear at the bear door greeter, yes. at Walmart, you'd be like, yeah. nope. <laughs> I'd even go bigger bear. Okay. I don't know if you've seen the videos on YouTube of the guy in Russia that owns like a, like a like a grizzly bear. But they're pals. And they wrestle. And it's like, so I could go up to like a medium or full size bear, I think.
1: <laughs> okay, good to know that I can't make anyone frightened of a bear. <laughs> uh, this is the last question in the how obsessed are you uh, section. It is a weird question. I ask it of everybody on the podcast. If you couldn't watch horror movies without you or someone you love first being punched in the crotch, would you still watch horror movies? Trace? Uh, well, I would not
3: watch horror movies. If if someone had to be crotchily wounded, <laughs>
1: no, I, I, that wouldn't be fair. That's just me being selfish. But would you take one yourself?
3: Um,
1: it no. might just enhance the horror. Uh,
3: if I'm doubled over in pain on the ground, I'm not going to have fun watching the movie. So I
1: no. What if it was a light graze? <laughs> the kind that causes that sensation where there's just like a tingle for a moment and you don't know if it's going to be like, "This is fine," or an hour of screaming. <laughs> ah. So uh, we call that touch by the clergy, like grace. Uh, <laughs> uh,
3: I, I would It would have to be a pretty go- uh, good movie. Uh, any, any kind of, uh, of
1: um, contact in the area. Okay, uh, mm. Okay, so maybe a light contact you'd maybe go for, it. but other than that you're out. Yeah. Okay. How about you, C? So the same question.
2: Okay. I would, if I knew the movie was going to be, like, life-changing awesome, yeah.
1: I would totally do it. And you would take it yourself? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Ste- I would sort of steal yourself and just be like, okay, this movie's going to be amazing. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Punch me in the junk. Great, now I get to watch a movie. (laughs) And out come the Mike and Ikes. That's it. it. And also, when you're sitting in the movie theater, you just take that nice big ice cola and just put it right in your lap. numbs
1: it right up and you're great. You're good to go. I love the actual image of this of that you sit down in a the movie theater and there's a little crotch-punching gremlin. <laughs> <to> <laughs> <you see> it. <laughs> it's okay. I got a soda. Uh, but cool. for just for any horror movie, I don't think I would. Okay, you have to know it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, can you guys make a noise to sum up your obsession? What noise comes to mind uh, from horror movies? We've already heard Trace scream through me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good the scream was. I can make it go through anyone. <laughs> Is there another noise that you associate with this obsession with horror? Um, it's it's uh,
3: mostly uncontrolled grunting or, or screams. Uh, it's pretty close to what we're talking about.
1: That's great. How about you, Cecil? Is there another noise? Oh, yeah. it's uh,
2: um, j- the, the noise I most often make is, nope, 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 no, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> like, that's how I know a movie is good, if I'm, like, by myself in my apartment talking to the TV Okay. Then I've, I have been touched by that horror movie oh, in a very personal way. That's awesome.
1: Cool. So I, I've been rating people's obsession. I would love your input on this, Molly. Okay. So uh, out of seven, just an arbitrary number because I like the number seven, so seven being the top, we give a number, and to give it flavor, I say there's seven-something that has flavor. So I think clearly this should be out of seven bears. Yeah. <laughs> out of seven bears, how obsessed do we think? Trace is.
0: Like on a scale from like tiny bear to blowjob bear?
1: Or like... <laughs> oh, sure. Tiny bear is one. Blowjob bear, bear is, is seven. seven. Yeah,
0: I think, I think Trace is uh, three tiny bears stacked on top of each other.
1: Okay. I think that's about right. Yeah, because yeah, Trace, yeah. You, you really love them. They're a big part of your life, but you have some like clear, like, no, I won't do that. I have boundaries. Yeah, yeah. you have a lot of very specific uh, boundaries, and they're rational, and that's all great. So you get three bears stacked on top of each other. Now uh, for Cecil on the old bear scale of terror. <laughs> where do, what what number do you think we have? I don't know. Um, I'm not
0: sure how to... I, I don't, I'm not really sure. I've not done a lot of bear math in my time.
1: Okay. Uh. Uh, I think that you are at least five bears mm. obsessed uh, because it is something that it, clearly... It it, uh, it lives in your sort of lizard brain mm. where if you're just looking around the world, you are thinking about it, and then it's something that you, uh, you actively... Think about right of like what I'm. What am I going to watch? Yeah. What made that one good? How does it mm-hmm. work? So it has that analytical level, and you're also being <laughs> willing to be punched by a crotch gremlin. Does <laughs> that that tips it up? Do you feel like do you feel that's appropriate? for no, yeah, bears. I, I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I should yeah.
0: mention, mention that uh, Trace's
3: three bears are inside a trench coat. Oh. <laughs> uh, so pretending to be one yeah. adult to be a bear. a larger bear.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like to get into a club or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Club junk punching. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, uh, we need to get wrapping up here with the podcast. So real quick, Trace, is there anything that you would like to plug where people can find you on social media? Uh, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Moviesign.com podcast, uh, Cave Comedy Radio. Cool. And Cecil, anything that you want to plug where people can find you on social media? And- yeah, I'm
2: on Instagram and Twitter at Cecil Baldwin, I, 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 and, uh I, am And of course, listen to Welcome to Night Vale, available on iTunes and other podcast platforms. Awesome. And Molly? Uh,
0: my website is mollylewis.wtf. It actually works. It's a real website. <laughs> uh, I'm also on Patreon at patreon.com slash molly.
1: Awesome, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram as at Joseph Scrimshaw, and you can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter as at Obsessed Podcast. Uh, Now, we just have a few minutes left, but out of tradition, I need to do my final questions. They don't have anything to do with your obsession, but they can if uh, you want. So these are just weird questions. Cecil, if someone made an action figure of you, what accessories would you come with?
2: Uh, A cup of coffee and A bong? (laughs)
0: <laughs>
2: Best action figure ever Sort of, sort of the in-action figure
0: Best inflection for including a bong
2: as
1: well A bong? Oh, a, bong? <laughs> yeah. I, a lot of action figures these days Comes with came with heads that you can swap out For different emotions So I'd love that if you had a coffee head And a bong head <laughs> uh, Trace, if the US government made a stamp of you What would you be doing on the stamp? Uh, licking back <laughs> That is amazing. Uh, the final question for everyone on the podcast is a nice, simple question. What is happiness? We're going to start with you, Trace. What, you, is what is happiness? Happiness uh, is doing comedy shows. That is a nice, simple answer. Uh, Cecil, for you, what is happiness?
2: Walking into a theater and seeing Blue Job Bear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is our podcast. Thank you very, very much. this
0: to obsessed, Joseph Scrimshaw and guest shared some stories with the rest rate five stars if you're impressed
1: siri would you wrestle a small bear
0: i don't see any matching places sorry about that
1: do you like bears
0: i'm sure the bears are very good but i'm not really one to judge
1: not the football team the animal
0: i'm not sure i understand
1: would you like to hug a bear
0: this is about you joseph not me
1: damn siri
0: Now, now.